You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. People would probably not like that, but yeah, it's kind of like off the cuff, like like rap poetry. Just got a boom, 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 poetry, and it's... So they would say, no, it's not you know, rap, but it's know, like the a rap boom, off. boom, poetry. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh... <laughs> Just to give everyone a heads up, if you want to learn more about what's going on with this cool event, Rising Stars and Lens of Texas, uh, they have a Facebook group. It's presented by the Greater Conroe Arts Alliance. I'm sure if you just search Greater Conroe Arts Alliance online, you can find uh, just the schedule of events. They have a bunch of stuff going on. And at the same time, if you didn't know, what's going on this weekend is the big Young Texas Artist uh, basic competition going on all weekend. And I don't know if you know anything about this, but it's one of the coolest events that Conroe hosts once a year. Basically, all the young, classical-trained artists in Texas and the world come here and compete for a scholarship. And uh, there's more stuff. like if, So if you're in downtown, you see a lot of people carrying instruments on their backs. Uh, and so it's, uh, it's a cool event going on. I think it's open to the public till Saturday. I think Saturday is actually a ticketed event. Uh, and, you know, we do have a couple extra wristbands. So if you're interested, just Facebook us. And if you're not naughty, you can get some. How about that? What does uh, a wristband get you? Well, wristband right now will get you uh, – it will get you preferred seating on all the free events. And then if they have an open seat for the ticketed events, you get in. Wow. But if they have – if it's open because right. they, they're – this is a fundraiser, so they're going to try to sell as many tickets as possible. And then uh, we're good there. But, yeah, outside that, moving on, they're going to be here at 930, so it's going to be pretty shortly. Uh, it is a good morning here. It's a beautiful morning. Nathan, what's going on with you? I know you uh, you seem very attached to your laptop right now. What's going on? Well, a couple of people have been asking questions because I'm helping do some of the marketing and promotions for the Montgomery County Fair Association, and a huge announcement was made yesterday. And I got to tell you, it's hilarious. One of the biggest announcements the Montgomery County Fair Association can make every year is which kids got picked for the youth rodeo events. Oh, yeah? Do you know what the youth rodeo events are? Is that when they like they they jump on cows and stuff? No. <laughs> well, close. Well, I know they actually have like I know the schools get involved. If that's what you're talking about. No, that well, that's Monday, Friday is special education day. Okay, well, but you're talking about the events like the steering roping events. No, the youth, 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 youth. That's the little kids. I know it's it's got a cool name. Youth, you think? I know there's a pet parade kind of thing. Yeah, and that's pretty cool. That's going to get bigger and better this year than ever. On Friday night before the rodeo. On Saturday night before the rodeo, and Sunday morning slash noonish, it's mutton busting. That's when the kid jumps on the back of a big old furry sheep and ride it. And they've got flak jackets on and they got helmets on. You've got a stick pony race. Go to MCFA. Uh, go to Montgomery County Fair Association page or Montgomery County Live. Are you the reigning champ? Yeah, I I told him if they could find a sheep big enough that would hold this big old ugly dude, I would do it for fun. Or I said, get get like a a little heifer, little steer, and just put fur on it, and I would do it. But they had the boot scramble, and they have the goat ribbon pulling, and inflatable pony race. And I'll tell you what those are later in a minute if you want to, because it's so cool. But the moms and dads, it's 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 unreal. It's like getting to see Elvis, a free pass to see Elvis. They have to register. By a specific date, which is passed, then the computer randomly draws who gets to be in each one that's registered. Then an email goes out to the families that got picked 
and then they have to contact the fair office to confirm. I posted yesterday that the emails went out, everybody pay attention, and it blows up. People tagging mom and grandma and cousin Fred and the neighbor, and they're like, are you, which night are you doing it? We're doing it Friday night. We're doing it Friday night too. Oh, we'll be there. We'll meet. We'll do. Are you doing it Saturday night? Okay, well, I'll let you borrow my flag jacket. Dude, it's a big deal because the kids get to be a part of it, get to be down in the dirt and stuff. And it's a blast. And these kids dress up. It's it's so cool. It's so cool. You're going to be there this year. I don't know if you know that or not, but I'm going to, I want you there. I will ride whatever you tell me to ride. Really? Yeah. We just heard that on like, Millions of people just heard that. A big bull. I'll, th- I'll try it. A 2,000 pound bull. It sounds bull. really, actually, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I mean, uh. <laughs> maybe you'll do the adult stick pony race. I think the only way I would do it is if somebody who does it a lot comes up to me and says, You can do it, but you'd be an idiot. Then I wouldn't do it because I don't want to be an idiot. What if we talk to Erica Imhoff if she's listening? She's the fair manager, Todd Green, the president of the uh, association. What yeah. if we had a media? jump off on the inflatable pony race. Your media, you could go against Andy Dubois of the newspaper. Oh, now I got to We get some Houston out. people in here. We get Lisa Christie from K-Star, Brave Dave. And you guys, are you like, you know, you do a goat ribbon pull. Maybe y'all do one of each individual event and you acquire points. I wonder if we could talk Eric and the and the fair into doing. Well, that. we can do a lot of maybes. All we want. Well, but if right? you say your game, right. I'm going to go to her today and ask her to. to I'm not afraid to it. sign a waiver and you know ha- put myself in harm. But if it's like a stupid harm, I don't. I'm not. In that. other words, the two thousand pound bull is out. I mean, no, I can work my way up. Now I was in the barrel last year for seven bulls. I was in the middle of the ring in the barrel. I was called the man in the can clown. You could do that. Well, one. we got the man in the can with us, <laughs> Montgomery County. We're hanging out, having a great time on Lone Star Community Radio. We got to take a quick sponsored break. We are brought to you by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, Conroe Coffee, and Centurion Wealth Advisors. Hope you're enjoying your morning. Don't forget, we got the folks from Rising Stars and Legends of Texas coming in the studio shortly. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. Offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star. Special guests, co-host Nathan Arizotti, 917. Skippy is uh, not here, sadly, and gratefully. How about that? If you're listening, Skippy, we miss you. Hope you're doing well. We're hanging out in the studio till 11 o'clock tonight. Today, woof, man. Man, that would be awful. Uh, 11 a.m. this morning. Hopefully we're going to have a guest from the Rising Stars and Legends of Texas on the next break after a couple tunes. 
If you have a song request or anything you want to chime in, we're on Facebook.com slash NWLS. Send us a message. Call in anytime, 24-7-936-647-3776. We were talking about the upcoming uh, Montgomery County Fair and Rodeo and Barbecue Cook-Off in April. Uh, we still have this month of March, so we don't have to... Uh, Jump the gun there, Nathan. We can we can talk. We have plenty of time to talk about the fair later. Exactly. Probably the biggest news in uh, in the nation is the. I mean, Sean can pronounce the name better than I can. Kim Jong Un yeah. and Donald Trump to meet. I mean, I don't know if it was through Twitter. Should we be thinking Twitter? I don't know because I don't know. Uh, I don't know. A lot of people are reporting this is a big deal, and people aren't making a big enough deal about this. Not in the sense of threats or anything like that. It's more of this is like a kind of of a progressive movement on the side of talking to, to North Korea and South Korea. Did Trump and, accept the invitation? Uh, yeah. Oh, as of last night, I didn't know he had accepted it. So, yeah, he's going to be, uh, he's going to be gone. <laughs> so here's what's funny is everybody who's been saying that we should work with them. Trump is embarrassing us because they're challenging him and he's trying to go to war. Well, what well, were those people well, saying? Well, when you say those people, we do this a lot on the show. Uh, we generalize. It's funny. Detractors. You're you're looking at you're looking at a group that will always say the other side of anything that Donald Trump does. So exactly. We can agree that. And then there's also the blind followers who always believe he can everything. do no wrong and he but didn't do this. Yeah. This is actually happening. So regardless of what politics is, it's kind of a neat thing to see what happens. I bet yeah. if you, I bet if you're a poli sci professor or a poli sci student at a university or a young person into politics this is an exciting time for them just as a, a case study like what's going to happen here this could go five different ways if they do this if that happens if this happens and uh so that's kind of exciting for them for me i think he should meet well i mean i i saw didn't my, mean he has to give in to my anything. mind's not completely wrapped around what the history of that area is because i wish i knew more of i know i imagine south korea is like just kind of afraid at all times because their neighbor is north korea but then again, like we're we're nowhere near land wise near them, so I don't really know what's going on because we know more of what's going on in Mexico because we're bordered. We know more what's going on with Canada because we're bordered. But over there, we really have. I mean, we don't have a hundred percent idea. I guess it like, applies to everywhere. But I just don't know. I don't know exactly why we kind of cater in a sense because America, the United States, caters to a lot of people, and that's one thing I never really got that people haven't took a taken a step back and be like, you know. We're one of the only nations, a few nations in the whole world that really reaches out to other people and helps. And maybe there is some big we're stick, the big protector. stick being swung, but I mean, it's still we're there's still money being money's going places, and a lot of people don't do the same as the United States. So I always wonder why. Well, we give money to to countries that the majority of the 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 citizens and the the elected officials or the dictators hate us. And, and and just think we're terrible. Why are we giving them money? I don't know. Stop the money. Rick Perry, when he ran two two terms back, he just said flat out, I loved his idea. He said, day one, it's a clean slate. You get zero. You come to me and make a presentation into why you should get the money you're getting. Hmm. And we'll decide. Thanks, and James. he didn't say, I'll decide. He said, we as, as a country Congress will decide. I mean, that makes sense. Congress needs to make those kind of decisions. So, But if you hate us, why are we giving you money? And why do we, so many of the, so many of the true refugees in some of these countries, they would much prefer if we could protect them and help them in their country, set up, resettle in their own country. 
most of those most of those refugees, a lot of them say they don't want to be brought over here. They'd really rather just stay in, in their country. Mm. I don't know. We're the world's mm. protector. At least I'm in Texas. You know, in other news, other things are changing. What else? California. <gasps> Dude, talk about that because I haven't had a chance to study it. That's funny. They're thinking, well, probably not what you're thinking. They're thinking of extending their bar closing time till 4 a.m. <laughs> So that made the news, local news. Are and you serious? What's interesting, though, is— 4 a.m.? 4 a.m. Like, that it, gets served until 4 a.m.? 4 a.m. They clo- the, the, that song, Closing Time, from the 90s will be played at 4 a.m. now. That's—why? What's the reasoning? I think what my dad always says, they just have nowhere to go. You can't get wasted enough by 12, 1, or 2? I feel like if you move to the 4 a.m. realm, you're moving more towards, like, Las Vegas realm in a sense of, like, there's a bigger picture to it instead of, like, oh, I want to be at a bar till 4 It's more of let's let them be at a bar till 4 a.m. and then we'll introduce gambling and then we'll extend it to 6 a.m. to, you know, wherever. I think, like, what's Louisiana? Does Louisiana even have a curfew? It seems I, like one of those states that doesn't Well, have I think curfew. Louisiana probably does, but I think there's probably something specific to the city of New Orleans. Because Las Vegas, there isn't a curfew, right, in the, in the serving period. Probably not in sp- – I would probably say maybe maybe in the whole city. It's probably a city thing, city limits, and it might even be uh, depending on, you know, the type of license like gambling, strip joints, whatever. But if there's the whole state of California – see, if the whole state of California does that – that means Joe Bob's Bar and Grill over here, because Las Vegas has kind of its own little aura. It's like the city has a mission. Well, what's interesting about too about the local facility or the local culture, like for example, four a.m. here would be horrible Ugh. because everyone drives. But a four a.m. in like downtown New York City, I can imagine being okay. And I bet it is four a.m. I bet it's some. It's not that restrictive. But California, I mean, I think it's funny, like, the state of California is trying to figure this out. That'd be really scary. But, uh, but yeah, I figured you'd enjoy that. And uh, speaking of which, we are going to take another break because we want to get ready for our next guest. If you, did you know, we we're talking about Rising Stars and Legends of Texas going on. And, uh, yeah, let's just, uh, we're going to be right back. How about that? Awesome. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. Special guest with Nathan Arzotti. We'll be right back. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com.
Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star. 9.34 here on IRLoneStar.com. Don Hampton has joined us, rising stars and legends of Texas, along with Nathan Arizadi, Montgomery County Lifestyle. A couple of events today. If you want to know more information, Don, we're going to talk about all that, and Don can tell you where to go, uh, find more information, especially if there's prices, if there's not prices. There's a lot of events celebrating the arts and culture in downtown Conroe this weekend, or this whole week, really. Really, Don, whole week. Thanks, yeah. Dick, for welcome, having me on welcome, this morning. I welcome. appreciate it. Uh, it's been a great week already, and we've, we've I mean, tomorrow is just jam-packed. Uh, of course, today is already underway. The uh, preliminaries on the Young Texas Artists uh, competition. Yeah, I was, was, I was warning folks visiting downtown, watch out for the tuba players, because they're carrying their tubas everywhere. <laughs> So we've been well, taking- we've got this morning at nine o'clock right now, they're doing winds, brass and percussion. And then this afternoon they have the voice competition, the preliminaries uh, this evening. Ah, what, what, what a weekend we've got planned here. We've got Shelly Cooley tonight over at mm-hmm. Founders Park, a little after work jam. Uh, and then tonight, right next door, at Conroe Coffee, a poetry slam with some folks up from uh, uh, from Houston called Metaphor. And they are uh, being hosted by the uh, Conroe, uh, uh, by the Montgomery County Literary Arts Council. Uh, and then tomorrow, oh, tomorrow is just jam-packed. You know, you've got all the, the Young Texas preliminary competitions, the piano competition. Chalk Up Conroe starts first thing in the morning over in Founders Park. Jazz Connection at noon. The Heritage Park will be out there. The library will be out there doing uh, activities for kids. The Plain Air Panners will be all over town uh, all over Main Street. And then in the afternoon, we've got uh, two choral groups. We've got the Montgomery County Choral Society at the Owen and later the Woodland Show Chorus. Uh, we've got a poetry reading at 2 o'clock at the Art Gallery. We've got Dance 105 and the Aztec Dancers in Founders Park at 2. Then, of course, the culmination of the whole week and, and what we, we consider a, a, a premier event Tonight, the finalist concert and awards program for the Young Texas Artist Competition. That is not to be missed. I want to ask a question. The Aztec? Mm-hmm. You said that's going on when? The Aztec dancers are tomorrow at 2 o'clock over here in Founders Park. Are those the ones that do, is that the group that does a lot of stuff, like when there's events downtown? I think so. I think it's oh the same group. They're, they're awesome. Have you ever watched them? <laughs> yep. I saw them at the... Um, Marlene Tejada's group did the Hispanic Day out at the fairgrounds that normally is downtown. They moved it this year. It was like 45 minutes to an hour and 15 minutes mm-hmm. nonstop. Yeah. So I said, you know at. what? I need to jump on the fitness craze besides I'm being fat. I need to invent a video called the Aztec Workout. Oh, that would be awesome. Because these people look good. Oh, and they're moving too. There was they? one lady that they told me they introduced me. She's 58 years old. And there was not an, I mean, it wasn't like she was slim and trim, little bitty, but wasn't an ounce of fat on her. Yeah. yeah. She well, looked better than all of us sitting here. <laughs> By a long shot. By a long shot. That, you got a great lineup. Well, you got yeah, a, well, a, a, a cool, what do you want to call it, a plethora of different things. Listen, and, and here's something that was considered one of the best things last year. We have a panel discussion. Now, this, this word is a scary word, ekphrastic. Ekphrastic art is art that is um, one art form, one art genre that influences or inspires another art form. In other words, uh, 
there's a lot of classical music that's based on Shakespeare. There's, you know, w what we did, I, I, I took a class with Dave Parsons, our, our poet laureate in creative writing, and that was one of our first exercises. And I did a poem on the Vietnam Wall because it was such a moving experience for me uh, to, to, to visit there. But it's, it's a work of art that's inspired by another work of art. This lineup on this panel is incredible. We've got Eric Skelly, who is the classical music and opera reviewer for the Houston Chronicle, who's also the MC for the Young Texas Music Artist. We've got Dr. Don Hudson, the Conroe Symphony conductor. We've got Dee Dee Fox, who's a poet laureate from Montgomery County. Uh, Molly Vernon, a friend of mine. Molly is a filmmaker from Houston. She became known as the queen of horror films in Houston. Now she's moved on and she's doing a lot of inspirational films now. She's working now on a, a, a Texas Revolution film about a young girl whose parents were slaughtered by the Mexicans when they first came into Texas to, to quell the revolution. Right. And it's this young girl's story of how she picked up her father's gun and moved on and became a real legend in Texas history. Wow. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's incredible. And, of course, Dave Parsons, our own Texas poet laureate from 2011, will be the uh, uh, moderator there. So that's, you know, last year the people that went to that said that was their highlight of the, of the whole thing. And it, it, is, it is interesting. And we forgot Golda Radar. Golda is the legend from the uh, uh, art gallery this year. And she's, she's been around a long time, great painter, great painter. So that's going to be a really interesting thing. That'll be at the Corner Pub uh, tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock. And all these events are free, right? Except, all of these except for the finalists, free. right? I think all that, of these events are free. Yeah. This is how busy Don is. He's getting phone calls. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I should have turned That's this. the no, same you're, phone you're calls the, he's you're, had in 10 minutes. You're in the middle of this. I mean, where can people find all this information? Because there is a lot to do today and tomorrow. If you go to the Greater Conroe Arts Alliance website, there's a ton of information there. The whole schedule is out there. Uh, the only thing that's on that schedule that's not, unfortunately, one of our acts had a had a, a, a close personal tragedy in their family. Uh, uh, one of their one of their members is, is having heart surgery, probably as we speak. So Wanda and Grace, our gospel group, will not be there tonight. Uh, but fortunately, Shelly Cooley is going to go ahead and cover the rest of that hour as well. She's trying to bring along some friends. We'll see how that works out. It's going to be fun, though. And it's all free. All free today. All free. Tomorrow, looking at the events tomorrow, uh, I would say two or three out of the, like, 14 or 10, I can't I can't count that fast, uh, are, are paid. So, you know, 80% of them are free. Right. The, the only thing that really that's that's – Paid tomorrow. Of course, uh, tomorrow night is opening night for the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee uh, over, at the, over at the Owen. That's tonight, isn't it? Yeah, tonight, tonight. Opening night. Sorry. Yeah, that's tonight. And that's a paid event. We had last night, they gave us a free preview. They allowed our people to come in on a, uh, for family night. Uh, now, the, the Young Texas Artist Competition Finals is a paid event. But if you donate $20 and get one of our wonderful inaugural Rising Stars and Legends, Pens. It's a you, you, that you can show that at the box office, and they'll get you a ticket, and that, that gives you a pretty deep discount on that ticket. Wow! I see. I love is the jazz connection. And what's neat about this event? It's happening all over downtown Conroe, not just in one singular place. So you got Founders Plaza, Crichton Theater, Founders Park, Owen Theater, Corner Pub, Conroe Art Gallery. 
I mean, and um, uh, there's a lot of different places, and it's all happening in downtown, <laughs> Red Brick Tavern. Uh, and people can just show up tomorrow, and you'll probably find an event. I think everybody can find something they like tomorrow. So, you know, we try to make it a, a very diverse situation. Yeah. And, you know, something for everybody, and I, I, I think— We've been successful at that, at least. Well, Don, thanks for coming in and sharing this with thanks us. Thanks for giving us the opportunity. And uh, really again, it. folks, Greater Connor Arts Alliance, just look it up on Google, uh, full lineup there. And then also, don't forget, like 80%, 90% of the events are free besides the Putnam Spelling Bee happening at the Owen Theater, which is just kind of a normal scheduled uh, play. So, I mean, that's just it's exactly. just a play. It's a full exactly. play. So, pay it and go see it. And But uh, we're going to have to take a quick sponsored break here on Lone Star Community Radio's Mornings with Lone Star. We're hanging out with Nathan Arizani, my co-host. And Don, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks a lot, Dick. We appreciate it. We'll be back right after this. Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors, now let's get your financial house in order. Morning's a Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. Back. We're going to be here for a little bit, and then we have another song break. Special thanks to Don Hampton coming in, talking about the all-week-long Rising Stars and Legends of Texas. Uh, don't forget, all the information can be found on the Greater Conroe Arts Alliance website. I'm not kidding you, folks. There's like 12 events going on tomorrow morning, starting at 8 a.m. with Chalk Up Conroe, which is free. Bring your family and friendly chalk. Or, hold on, sorry. Let me read this right. <laughs> bring your fa- Bring your family. Uh, they're basically going to have uh, chalk murals that can be drawn by you or professionals, and it all supplies will be provided. It's from 8 a.m. to noon tomorrow here in downtown Conroe. Just look for all the weirdos drawn on the on the concrete, and you'll, you'll, you can join. But there's probably a bunch of little kids that you know are, are quote unquote bunch nobody. Of, bunch of little weirdos. Little no, weirdos. I'm but I bet kidding. you they could do some awesome. It, no, it, it's wonderful. It happens right next to the Owen Theater. Uh, it's some some beautiful beautiful chalk art, and then of course me when I do it, it's sick figures and and sunshine <laughs> and sun 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 rays. That's all I can really do. Maybe some and, mountains. And it's rated PG, so you can't do it. Yeah, we know I'm how not, your brain goes. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> 
Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, let's let's do a little weather right now for the Montgomery County area. I know it's supposed to be interesting today. It's uh, 58 degrees outside right now. The high is going to be 72 today. The 0.1% chance of rain. Sorry, Skippy. And, uh, yeah, that's going on there. You know, I am excited about uh, being around this weekend. I know this is going on, and I know the opening of the Putnam Spelling Bee over at the Owen Theater. We are, and the reason I bring that up, we are giving away two tickets. I know we kind of talked about it. We teased it yesterday. Uh, so between now and 11 o'clock, if the first person to call 936-647-3776 or message us on Facebook, Mornings with Lone Star, will get two tickets. Hmm. Okay. There we go. That's all we got to do. We make it easy peasy. 17 people just sent in a message. Well, we, can, we can time it. 17 people just asked a question. Okay, let's see. All uh-huh. right, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. So that's how we're gonna. They want to know what does your hotcakes can suck it mean? Uh oh, that's easy. Uh, <laughs> if you didn't know, International Pancake Day was last week, and uh, I went to the Waffle House this morning. Oh, was, that was you. Yeah. Oh, okay. I went to the Waffle I House this morning, and I was like, you know what? Your hotcakes can suck it because waffles are so much better than pancakes. <laughs> Dude, that's a good-looking picture. They've got a new logo, don't they? Waffle House. Yeah, it's good. It has some coffee there. Are they this trying morning. to upgrade their image? It used to be known no, as where you went at no. three o'clock in the morning. It, they'll never change their image because they do not want to run off their patrons because those patrons are dedicated. Yeah. So you know it's weird though. Awful waffle. I was sitting there. I was sitting with my lovely fiance, and I asked them. I go, "Do you have one of those neat travel mugs?" Because I was like, "This would be like one of the coolest places to have a travel mug from." Because you know people come to Waffle House. Sort of like going to Shipley's. Because Shipley's used to have that old-style thermos that you could get, and uh, only certain Shipley's, I found out, can carry are allowed to carry it. Yes, because uh, I got one. I finally found one. I got the one that was on Gessner and I-10, uh, Gessner North, and apparently you have to be some type of franchise owner that's not a franchise. If it's owned by the original group, they they can carry them. Because they can sell, like, normal mugs, like the coffee, like, you know, the porcelain coffee mugs or whatever. Is it porcelain? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. But they make, like, real travel ones that are they're old from, like, the 80s, and they look like they're from the 80s. So I got a couple of those. Then my dog chewed them up but because uh, they're just that good. But, no, I was surprised Waffle House didn't sell those. The dog smelled the waffles on it. Oh, no, that would be the donuts. Oh, it smelled the donuts. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny, though. I don't get donuts at Shipley's, though. So. Nah. No, I get, I get the clotches. Yeah. I can't. I might get a cake donut if I'm, like, feeling sweet, but, you know, the— I think what happened was when I was 13 years old, I ate a whole box of Krispy Kremes. And then my body's like, you can never do this again. But you know, Donut Wheel down here, they've got apple fritters. Oh, God. But like, I get sick. Oh, man. I can't do donut. I can't do it's just Maybe I can eat half a donut. Just a bite. Just a bite. One bite. But Sugar Waffle House is definitely good this morning. Yeah. Awful Waffle. Yeah. Holly was sitting there trying to tell me there's only like three things you can get at Waffle House. And I was like, just because the name of the place is Waffle House doesn't mean they only serve waffles. They just don't serve pancakes or hotcakes. So, but yeah, that's what, to answer your question, there you go. But those tickets are still available. Uh, that that production's going on for, I believe, four weeks, three weeks. Actually, no, it's every weekend in March they're doing it. So let me actually count that. That's for the Putnam Spelling Bee. Uh, you can win two free tickets. If you're listening to the podcast, you can always just submit it. On Facebook or call in 936-647-3776. That's two tickets to them for free uh, donated by the Players Theater Company. Just wanting to get out and come see this wonderful play. So there you go. Awesome. All right. We're good? 
We good? Nathan, did you know that uh, VW is thinking about ending the Beetle production? I, they're thinking about it, or they announced they're not? I mean, that they are. It, it, they announced it is, but wow. it's soon. Like, it's going to be ending. Do you and think that they're doing that to maybe stir up a big cry so they can go, okay, okay, we'll do it on a limited basis? No, my actually, my prediction is, is when they announce that, it's all in the timing of electric cars. So probably what they'll do is they'll re-release it as the first electric car they have or whatever, and that will be their flagship. Because if you know they've been under flack, they're getting sued by the United States government for you know cheating the diesel test. And I know the, the Europe's getting mad at them now, so it's more of like, how do we save the brand? Well, the most popular VW besides the bus is the Beetle. And uh, I think that's, I, I, that's what I think. Because I know a while back they ended it and they came back. And they ended it. I think it's like the third time they've done this. I tell you what's funny is way back when I worked for CarMax, and so I was in the demo program, so I could drive I could drive a demo car for thirty days at you know like one hundred fifty bucks, whatever. It was ridiculous. Well, I drove one of those for a while, and of course some of my neighbors picked on me like Nathan's driving a Beetle, dude. It's a pretty cool little car. There's a ton of room inside. You don't know there is a ton of room. Gas mileage was stupid, incredible, huge. You got great gas mileage. And it had some little giddy up and go. So I don't know why more people don't, maybe younger people or, or somebody like that. I don't know why more people don't buy that one. Well, because it's ending. Well, but then it wouldn't end if more people were buying it, though. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, I figured you enjoy that. I know if you're buying a Beetle. I, mean, I, I see Beetles still out today. Like old Beetles. Not, oh, not yeah. from the 2000s. I'm talking from 60s. the 60s. Yeah. My mother drove a Beetle in school when she went to school. She was a Beetle driver. I'd like to have a so. van. I'd like to have an old VW van. And I, I think they make those in Europe. I've always wanted to have either bright yellow or orange Volkswagen thing. Have you ever seen one of those? Thing? The it's called thing? a thing. No. It's kind of like what they had on Boz. Boz I'm, I'm really bang, glad I have bang. you and Skippy as my co-host because y'all can just try to bring it back for some listeners because I can't go that far back. Dude, you got you got to you got to Google Volkswagen thing. It would it. If you watched any World War II movies with the Germans and you saw those big, those big, huge, um, what do I want to call them? They were the type of, of military vehicle that, that had the generals in the back and, and they were open. It was built like that. It had that, it had that look, but of course it was like a little four-seater. Oh, I see it. Yeah, I know you're talking about. It's made out of aluminum. The floors usually rusted out right away. You had to put wood in them. The, the, it's like a beach car. The, that, that's what it was. You know, what was the movie? Boss, boss, the plane, the plane. That's what they drove. Is that an island? Fantasy Island? Fantasy Island. Yeah, that's, I know That's that. what they had. You're awful. Dude, and like top, my, top speed is like 48 miles an hour unless you've done something to the engine. That's, that's what I want driving around Conroe. I want you to see Nathan Arizadi of Montgomery County Lifestyle driving around Conroe, Montgomery County in a thing. Help me find one cheap. All right, there we go. All right, well, we got a couple more minutes. Uh, we know the overall election stuff is over with, the primary is, and kind of the talk of the nation was the blue wave. That's what I saw. And seeing all the results, especially in the state of Texas, I didn't really see it. Did you see it? I didn't see them making a difference. I saw them making noise and saying, we're, we're coming out. Well, I mean, I think it was the same. Wake up call. I think the voter count was the same, though. What do you mean? Like total amount of people for voting in the primary. Well, I think you saw a lot more. Well, perfect example here in Montgomery County. You've got 10 Democrats on the ballot. 
to go against the Republicans in November. I think a couple of cycles ago, we had like two, one or two. That was it. But that, but that doesn't necessarily mean there's going to be votes. That just means someone goes, hey, I got the free time. Let's see. Let's let's challenge. But ooh, I don't know if they get the free time. Well, I think I, I, think mean, I didn't mean like, I didn't mean it was that simple. I meant more of like, you know, it's it's different from one person getting inspired to run than 10,000 people showing up voting for them. Well, but they need money. They need backing. I think the Democratic Party overall is saying, and I think it started from the national side. I think you you hit the nail on well, the yeah, head. The biggest fear guy is I think Donald Trump, Trump is polarizing, so I think he's bringing out both sides for or against, and I think that's what's happening. Just like 50 years ago here in Montgomery County, it was all, there was no Republican in office anywhere. Thanks to a lot of people, yes, Dr. Wally was the leader. They have turn back conservative values. But look in, look in the last presidential election. City of Houston, I'm making up a number here, but it, it felt like 90% Democrat voting. And then you go out into the outliers, outlying areas, and it's the total opposite. It's Republican conservative. And we, but we're, we're living right next door to each mm -hmm. other. It's strange. But it's, I guess it's our system. It's our life. It's our government. It's our country. It's, but we should be able to get along. Oh, we do get along. You and I do. You're saying you don't like Democrats? No, I'm saying that some Republicans are idiots and hate every Democrat. And I think some Democrats are idiots and hate every Republican just because of views. I mean, we should just appreciate it and move along. Yeah. There you go. Easy peasy. <laughs> that was easy, right? Yeah, it's not that easy, though, is it? Yeah, whatever. It is Friday. Hey, you've, had some, good, you've had some good people in here. I know we're going to break, but you've had some good... Um, People who've won this week, you've had some good people yeah, on here. Yeah, that's been fun. You should check out our podcast of that. Yeah, we're going to be doing our top of the hour tune break. So stick around. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star here at IRLoneStar.com. And in Connors FM 104.5, 106.1. Don't forget to win those tickets to the 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee, presented by the Player Theater Company at the Owen Theater, starting today all the way through March 25th. You can just... Look us up on Facebook, MWLS, Morning's Lone Star. Message us or call in 936-647-3776. We'll be back after this. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your question. Get seen on TV or YouTube and heard on our podcast, FM, and internet radio. Sponsor your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. To try and make a brand new Star Wars. I know you say you understand. You give me love, gave me your hand. When I need reasons, thoughts begin to change. It's misunderstandings, please explain. Welcome back, Morning's Lone Star. I are LoneStar.com, 1007. Got one more hour left on today's Friday's program. Uh, thanks for joining us. Oh, oh, dropped it. Oh, got it. Oh, got it. 
25th annual Putnam County Spellabee opens today, folks, all the way to the 25th. Tickets can be found at the Owen, the Owen Theater.com. If you're interested in getting two free ones, all you gotta do is go to Facebook, message us, and you can get them. That's right. Uh, but welcome back with Nathan Arizani, Montgomery County Lifestyle. This weekend, you're looking for something to do besides this Putnam Spelling Bee. Uh, the 4-H Angels Rodeo is happening March 11th. That's coming up this Sunday from 2 to 4.30 p.m. at the Montgomery County Fairgrounds. Uh, and then uh, tickets are available. It supports those who have special, what do you call it, special needs? What is well, it? Tell no, me about that. No, it, it's not even, there's no tickets. It's free. Oh. For, well, the Facebook event says tickets available. Yeah, but if you click it, it takes you to how to get in for free. Okay, cool. But it's cool, dude, because it's adapted events. I don't know if you're able to look at some of the different um, events. Um, it's adapted events. It's going to be carnival-type jumpy houses and cotton candy and, 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 and candy and food and water. They're going to be hyped up on sugar. But then it's like stick pony races. It's it's adapted bull riding. It's and this is for those designed those who have special needs. That have special needs. It could be... Cerebral palsy, it could be um, um, muscular dystrophy, it could be Down syndrome, autism. It could be some form of a mental, emotional disability, uh, physical, and it's for their kids. It's for the families. I think it's up to age 18. It's free, and it's just to come out and be a part of the rodeo season and be in it and, and be, be, be special. And, and Lauren Holtkamp started this. This is the third year. She's her first year at Texas A&M University. And she started it in honor of a cousin who I believe passed away but had special needs. And now the 4-H Horsemanship Club has gotten behind it. And these are kids. These are kids that are spearheading this. And they could still use some more sponsorships. If somebody's got 10 bucks, 100 bucks, 500 bucks, individual or company, they could use some more money. It's not free to put this on. But volunteers... People just come out and watch. If you know somebody who's got a special needs kid, if you know somebody who's got a child who's who's just a little different, but just like us, but but that's the that's that's the cute way of saying it. They're a little different, but they're just like us. Get them out there, share it, and let them know. It's really cool, dude. It's really cool. I tell you what, if you if you have a soft heart, it'll melt it. If you don't have a soft heart, it's gonna start getting a little squishy. Yeah, and more information can be found on the Montgomery County AgriLife website. And the, there's a Facebook page called uh, 4-H Special Angels. Special, okay. special, That's cool. special Angels Rodeo. In fact, Lone Star Community Radio is one of the uh, co-hosts. We yeah. just we respect what you guys do so much out there in the community. We knew that you could touch some people and there's listeners out there that would want to be involved because you guys are community radio. Yeah, that we are. That we are. You know what? Uh, Changing the subject a little bit, uh, G here at Toys R Us is liquidating all of their U.S. operations. It's Trump's fault. It's time to grow up. No longer Toys R Us, kid. I don't want to grow up. I'm a toy. That was Jeffrey the Giraffe. Yeah, but now it's time to grow up. But they're gonna are they going to keep all their online business? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. But, I think uh, that's what they're switching to. But they're liquidating the stores, so that means you can pay full price this time for some Legos. And toys instead of the Toys R Us price, which is nice. I remember going to Toys R Us as a kid, and that was the ultimate store. But then I think when the shift happened of where toys were available, my parents never wanted to go to Toys R Us again. Why? Because we didn't have to go to Toys R Us to get toys. Why? You go to Target. 
Or you could go to, and they could do other things while there. Ah, they can dump you off in the toy section. Yeah, pretty much. And let you, let you run it ragged while they went and... Pretty much. Had an icy and put some vodka in the icy. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> oh, those were the days, the vodka and icy days. But... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I know it's kind of funny that, I mean, that store has been around for a while. I know people have, like, you even know the theme song, uh, but I guess toys are just different today. I remember that time, was it, the Toys R Us made a deal with Amazon, remember that? Mm-mm. Where they were like, that's who handled their toys, and then that's when they broke up the, uh, similar to, I think, Barnes and & Noble and, and Amazon teamed up for their books, and then one smart guy from Toys R Us says, you know, we don't need them. We don't need Amazon. Well, who's laughing now? That probably was their demise. Yeah, not Amazon. Because didn't Amazon buy the the grocery store? What was it? Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Yeah. They bought that. And Whole Foods stock went up. And their prices went down. And the prices went down. I mean, wow. it makes no sense. Wow. It's crazy. I think it's, well, it's management. It's, it's, you got to think outside of the box and you got to think of the future. It's not what we've done all these years. It's what can we do to get better? Look at you. You have taken this, look, how long ago did you start Lone Star Community Radio? Five years ago. Where is it now from where it was because of your vision? And I'm not sucking up to you. It, you should suck up to me. No, Everyone should suck up to me. You've made a lot of mistakes, but but haven't you gone forward? Whoa, a lot of mistakes. I mean, millions of mistakes. Millions. You've every, got me day, the, every day. You've got me in the studio, don't is you? a mistake. There you go, yeah. right there. <laughs> right, you see what I'm saying? you got to think ahead. Well, I mean, that's what's interesting about you know Amazon, especially <clears throat> there's always the, the argument against big box stores. People, I mean, think about all the coalitions that got together and fought Walmart being built in your neighborhood. And then all of a sudden, for the better, Walmart, for some reason, does things better. I don't know. I can't explain it. You know, I think Walmart's kind of going on, on a, a – they plateaued in a sense. Uh, Amazon, though, is – they're they're growing in a sense of, like you said, their vision. Like One day, you're going to be able to order everything online, and it's going to be affordable, and it's going to be efficient enough to where you're satisfied with the products that are delivered to your house, produce-wise, everything else. Now – there is going to be the select few who do like going in the store, do like touching the fruit, like checking everything. And uh, that, I'm definitely one of those people. But I think way, the way I see it happening is the retail part or the brick and mortar part, it's not going to be the huge superstore Walmarts. It need, to me, I like the idea of having corner stores that are more, I guess, polished. That way, when you go get your milk and eggs and cheese, your daily items, you can just walk in and walk out. You don't have to walk in and go, I got to walk 100 yards that way. And then I'm like, oh, man, I forgot the cream cheese 100 yards this way. You know what I'm talking about when you're going through the store. But the HEBs and the Kroger mass markets, they're, they've taken over. I don't, I don't think— Well, I'm at more of like a smaller store. But that's what I'm saying. The HEBs and, and Kroger's, could you get smaller than that? Would it, would it work? Well, think about going to the Fiesta right here on 105. I, you we, go there then? I go there. Okay, that's cool. And it's mainly because it's literally just right there. Yeah. I mean, I walk there sometimes depending on what I'm looking for. And you probably don't buy enough groceries like a family of five to where you need to save that much money going to Walmart or Kroger HEB. It, well, it's all, yeah, it's about the experience and then about, you know, if we, we were talking about this uh, on the show with Sean about, you know, the single checkout. I always love the people who go on the self-checkouts and they have a f- basket full of stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, do you think you're faster than a, an employer who does this for a living? 
like does it for a job that will scan your items and because I used to do that and that's when before, it, they started introducing them when I was leaving Kroger but uh, it's it's amazing to me the mindset of some people who are just like you know what? I don't need these people I can do it and it takes forever of course how did they go I don't need them I know you know they took our gerbs and then uh but you know I, I see is the more of the corner store shopping when uh when it comes to high density population areas but when it comes to montgomery county i think the hebs i think the curbside assistance is going to be huge at one point when people start learn to use the their app because in houston there's several heb locations that are constantly busy if you go to the one on bunker hill that's a zoo and like 24 7 it's a zoo right there and they have a curbside assistance. And they have two lanes for it. Wow. So, I mean, clearly people in that area are understanding, in, like, the family of five, if you have that, like, especially if you have the ability to save a cart, and then you can just adjust it every time you want to need to go shopping. Because you're kind of getting the same things every time, but maybe not every single time, but you're still going to get it. I mean, that's – if you're really that efficient, you can do, oh, this is my – two-week cart. This is my month cart. This is, you know, doing those things. You stop by and pick it up and leave like JJ did in the commercial. Here's the deal, though. There's a deal. Well, somebody, well, no, they can't. I was going to say, well, somebody come up and say, oh, well, they're taking jobs. They're not because somebody's got to go pick your groceries for you. So that doesn't even take away jobs, does it? Well, I, I mean, it's going to take, it's, something's going to change down the line. Something's going to change. But I think it's more of on the end user because you're you're talking about a business wouldn't be open if this user wasn't there, if the exactly. clientele wasn't there. So if someone else has created a more efficient system, like having the self-checkouts, I mean, I'll, I'll be interested to talk to the grocery people. Did that really revolutionize the grocery store when they introduced the self-checkout? Will they eventually be able to seduce you and get you so adjusted to it and then now charge you a $3 surcharge or for $24 well, that's a what, year? Well, that's what uh, – like right now in this area, there's apps that you can have people deliver food to you. Like you can go, you do the same thing, and they literally drive it to you. And if you spend an X amount of money, it's free. And you can tip the driver, of course. But, I mean, that really works. I imagine that works very well for, like, a person who's taking care of a kid. And they don't – like, because to me, I, I told Holly, I go, the only thing I don't know if I'm going to be able to adjust, which I think every parent naturally adjusts when we have kids, is I really – I'm adamant about not bringing a kid out in public where it makes a nuisance on people, like right. going to a movie theater, you know, going to a restaurant. Like, I really don't like that idea unless my kid is just the quietest kid in the world, uh, which, you know, we can maybe maybe we can drop him off with the monks for a couple of years and, and then uh, then it'll come out real good. But but I think uh, I, I think it works. And I think it, but it, well, you know what Amazon's doing. Amazon's doing it to basically you walk in. There's no checkout. Right. So, I mean, like, I don't know if that's going to revolutionize us going to the, getting our food. But I do like the idea of being as lazy as possible and getting it delivered while tipping a driver. So that created a job. But I can't imagine what they're thinking while they're picking up all this food. Because they're like right now, I think the companies that do do that, it's literally that guy who drops all the food. That's the guy who went shopping for you. Well, Walmart, you order everything online, you go and you pick it up. The only thing the problem they have is you go to the back to pick it up. And I think they are moving everything to the front, and they're going to walk it out for you. Yeah, well, that's a curbside assistance that HB is. Yeah, and I think so. Walmart switching to that from the back to the front. It's more customer service yeah. friendly. Those are Morning's Lone Star. We're going to take a short commercial break, sponsor break, all that good stuff. We'll be back. Take 
Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1 and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936-647-3776. We're back for a short period until our next music break. 10-22, Nathan Arzadi, Montgomery County Live. So we're talking about your grocery habits. If you have a weird habit, I mean, I, I like going to the grocery store, but I don't like going. You know, the one thing I don't like, I have like the social anxiety when I have to grab the big cart. If that makes sense. I'm like, oh, I got to lug this thing around and deal with people. But I guess that's not the same for you. Do you not grocery shop at all? When's the last time you were at the grocery store, my friend? Me? About a week. A week ago? Which about one did you go to? I went to H-E-B over here on Frazier. Okay. My wife goes to H-E-B on the loop. On the loop. Cool. She loves it. They know her, but she goes in there probably five times a week. She takes care of a lady, uh, kind of a caregiver kind of person. And so she shops for her a couple of times a week, just picking up little odds and ends on her way into work. And then for us, instead of just going out and buying $300 worth of stuff, we go a couple of times a week and just yeah. get a little stuff here and there. She loves that one. I like it too, because I've got it's spacious. It's nice. I like this one here too, though, sometimes just because it's close. And I kind of like the demographic. I just kind of like, I don't know, it sounds weird, but I just. Well, the, the, one, like the, the one on Frasier is, I would say, a little more friendly. The one one up here, one you're talking about. Really? Yeah. Like how? Well, every time I go there, I'm greeted by at least six people. Oh, cool. So I, I like that. I like people talking to me. See, my Even problem is I, my I big, say hi to everybody. My big thing, I'm like, oh, I hate this big thing. But I'm talking about the big carriage. You called it a carriage? Because you're, you're. My wife calls it a carriage. She's from New York, just, and they didn't know what a cart was. They didn't know what a buggy. I mean, it's huge. Shot. I mean, what do I need to put in here? What am I buying? I'm not buying food. Well, they have for the little baby. Five hundred people. They have the little baby. Ones. No, I like doing the carry <clears throat> casket thing. One thing I noticed over here at this one, they have about a fourth or fifth as many of the little baby buggies, little carts, than they have over at the big store. Why is that? Because people are taking them. No, I think it's because people. Go in and load up more over here, and maybe more people just get a few items at this one. I don't know. On. Well, I do. I do. I have learned that I can't do the basket with Holly, the carry basket, because I usually go in with an idea like, "This is what I'm getting. I only need ah. this." And then when we go with her, she's like, "I want this, and I want this, and I want this." And I'm like, "Hey, you know, someone's got to carry all this, right?" Make her sit in it. <laughs> she can fit. <laughs> I'm talking about the carry basket. I know, but make her fit in Ugh. the in the push basket. Yeah, so that's she can right. Grab things. <laughs> Stay in the middle of the aisle so she can't reach across. Oh man. You know, it's funny. We're on a we're on a cool journey together. We're looking at a place to live wow. here in Montgomery County, and I'm amazed at what's available. There's a lot of options for people. I I mean, especially for newlyweds at that time because we're not married yet, and I'm not saying that it's not going to happen. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that, but uh, it's Alrighty fun. Then. It, it's fun to see where people can live and what they can afford and what people are charging because it's this totally different throughout the county. And one thing I have learned that she will not do is she won't do a double wide. I've learned that, and I think she'll get over that. I think I think that's kind of like a, a young woman's view thing on things. I think when they hit a little older, they're like, hey, as long as I'm with you, hopefully. That's what I said. Isn't that what the most important <laughs> thing is? So As long as she's with you. Yeah. You think she's going to say that? 
when you the queen of my double wide. There's a country song right there. Yeah, I think it's Joe Diffie. I think he sings that. I mean, I just I, I, if it's by the lake, why not? Who cares? I would on the lake. If, build it if it's if, got a pond. Yep. <laughs> A cement pond or a real pond? I don't know. Whatever the one, whichever one doesn't have mosquitoes. So, but uh, yeah, so it's gonna be a fun journey. I know uh, we started looking yesterday, so it's gonna be long. We're not really we're not moving in soon, but it's gonna be it's gonna be on us before we know it. You know, you got to be careful because if a bunch of realtors hear you say that, they're gonna just inundate you. Well, you know what's funny? I I've I only lived in a couple places, and typically when I lived in those places, I had really good experiences. Now, Holly has had horrible experiences, like either the landlord wasn't cooperative or the neighbors were just rowdy and things like that. And I'm like, well, every time I guess it's just I got to know my neighbors. Every time I moved into a place, I you know gave them my phone number, did all that kind of thing. And kind of every anytime I was having more than three people over, I always let them know. And now with the convenience of texting and emailing, you can basically not even talk to them. You just inform them. And if there's an issue. So. Why did she have issues? I don't know. Was it where she lived, though, you think? Like the Houston area, right? Well, I think, yeah, Houston definitely has a different type of person living, like people who are living by you, like especially where she lives now. She lives at a very polarizing area, and it's by the – basically it's where Turner's Tent City is in that general area. And so sometimes you get some stragglers walking around, and, you know, the the main turn off the freeway for her at that stoplight is surrounded by homeless people. Wow. And they'll cost her. For some reason, they cost her. And when I when they see me, I guess they don't think I, you know, look costable. But uh, but actually, you know, what's funny is they if you didn't know this, they they uh, she called and he goes, guess what's happening next door at the tent city? I go, what? And she's like, there's six police officers on horses kicking people out. When was this? This was uh, this week. Why? I think they finally passed an agreeable ordinance about the area. I think they they finally found the loophole of safety and health. And because it's really bad over there. I don't know if you've been around. I haven't been there. I'm talking, about the, I'm talking about the old Sears on Richmond, like that area right there. They have like one of the first Sears in God, the city of Houston. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's closed. It's been closed for like 10 years, 20 years. I know which one you're talking about. But it, right there, there in- there's a Shipley's Donuts right there. And I really like to go to that Shipley's, but it's just kind of like, do I want to do I want to deal with that? But uh, it's really bad. Like either at least once, once or twice a week, there's somebody dying like in the park due to overdose or something like that. It's pretty serious. So that's what they're kicking on the, the Mounties were going after them. So, well, there, there, there comes a point there, there's a, there can be a fine line between having a good heart and just common sense. And when it gets to something like that, I haven't been there, but I've seen it and heard about it. It's not even common sense anymore. It's you, you got to take a stand. You got to do something. Well, especially like with that area, if you've been around, there's a lot of construction. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things going up, getting torn down. Uh, the real estate over there is ridiculous, but when you're getting enough people who put enough money into the area, they're going to start being very vocal about not liking what's happening, especially that – I mean think about that Sears and how much – because my, my father even told me that's the Sears he went to with his dad. So, I mean that, that place clearly has a history, and my, my father's 64 years old. So – oh, he might be 74. Crap. I don't know. I'll figure that out later. <laughs> I bet he's 74. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Now I'm, I'm in trouble. <laughs> but, uh, Dad, don't listen. I know, I know. But, uh, we got to take our music break. <laughs> but you're listening to Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com, brought to you by Clean Sweep Office, Clean Centurion Wealth Advisors, and of course, 
Conroe Coffee. Hope you're enjoying your morning. 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee tickets are available. Just message on Facebook. Call in 936-647-3776. We'll be right back after a couple tunes. Hope you're enjoying this morning. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app for your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That is Conroe's FM 104.5-106.1. Welcome back here on Mornings of Lone Star. Hope you enjoyed that three-song break. That queen was a special request. 936-647-3776 to send all your requests our way. Win those tickets to the 20th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee or just say hi to us. We're also on Facebook, Mornings with Lone Star. Welcome back. Nathan Arizadi. We're going to be closing up the show at 11 o'clock. And don't forget, we podcast every show on iTunes and Google Play. And special interviews can be recorded and are on YouTube on Moines Lone Star's channel. All right, Nathan. Closing words. Anything cool going on that we need to know about? We know the weekend you were talking about that event. What event is it called? It's called the Special Angels Rodeo. And the big thing on that is if you have a special needs child or you know somebody that does, tell them about it. Give them the opportunity to think about being there. Special people need special love, but they give special love more than than we can ever imagine. This is true. Uh, right now, 58 degrees outside. 72 is going to be the high. You know, we kind of had uh, Don Hampton in talking about this weekend's uh, continuation of Rising Stars and Legends of Texas. Just to try to hit some quick notes about it. You and your family can come down for between 8 and noon tomorrow uh, over there at Founders Plaza, which is right next to the Owen Theater. They're doing Chalk Up Connor. It's a cool event. Basically, uh, artists come out and they draw something absolutely beautiful on the sidewalk. And then you can join them. Uh, supplies will be provided. That's part of the whole event, trying to get people, kids, everybody involved. Everyone knows about drawing on the chalk or the concrete chalk. But you said it so fast the first time, it sounded like chalk a con. Chalk up Conroe. But there see, and go. then the third time, not now, you said it slow this time. I'm talking about like an uh, okay. hour ago. Thank you. And then when I heard you say it again, chalk up, I'm like, oh, chalk. That's pretty cool. I think the family, even if they don't come in and chalk it up, Bring the kids to come watch. Wouldn't that be a cool well, that's family event? That's what's really neat about all the events happening here today and tomorrow. Are <clears throat> like it's all fa- uh, family friendly and it's all free. Uh, besides two the two events, the twentieth annual Putnam Celebrity, unless you win the tickets, and then uh, the Young Texas Artist Competition Finals, they're going on right now for free. You can stop by. You can be quiet. Just go into the Crichton Theater. Say, can I just observe? And you can listen to some beautiful music today. And so all the kids walking around with their yeah. instruments, like you said. I'm telling you, they're taking over for the weekend. <laughs> but uh, outside that, I know we're we're gearing up. This is March. It's going to be a beautiful month. And uh, we had a great week here on Morning's Lone Star. You can catch up all catch up with us all on IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS. I know we had a lot of good topics today. Uh, I know the finally everyone's kind of over the preliminaries, but the next voting will be May 5th for the city elections and the runoffs are following that, I believe. Outside that, there's really uh, not a lot going on, unfortunately. Uh, I know our president's going to be talking to North Korea in May. So I think that's coming. That's going to be interesting to see how that turns out. I wonder if he's going to do a live. I think it should be the first time he does a live tweet, or was it called Tweet Live or whatever? Does Tweet Live like Facebook does? Yeah, they have that. 
And I, I think that would be hilarious if he does that at the meeting. He's like, hey, Kim, 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 one second, one second. Let's 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 address the people of the United States real quick. Check this out. Hey, look, I'm really here. You know, because people just don't believe it. Well, they have the meeting in North Korea where I they meet he, at a neutral. I, I imagine uh, they're probably meeting Switzerland. No, I, I imagine they're going to meet at the what do you call it? The DMZ. Yeah. I imagine they would do it there because it's between South South Korea and North that's Korea. A, and that's a war zone, though. DMZ is a war zone. They wouldn't meet there. Oh, then I, why am there. I? Why do I know these things? I just know that they accepted the invitation. So I imagine if someone invites you somewhere, they're either going to be in North Korea or South Korea. I don't want my president going to North Korea. That's a stupid move. We're talking about Donald Trump here. Okay, you rest. You rest. You rest my case. Like I feel like I'm taking crazy pills here. He should not go. Uh, he it's should wonderful. meet with him, but he it's shouldn't a wonderful go. world we're living oh, in with this, with this current vibe. I love it. <laughs> you just never know what's going. I mean, what the the greatest thing is how hard that pill is going to be to swallow is if he is successful with negotiations with North Korea. That's going to be one of the hardest pills for everyone, everyone in this world to swallow. And uh, and what's crazy is this this world or the situation right now is crazy enough to produce that result. Like it Either wouldn't, way. it wouldn't go way over my head. But I didn't see that one coming. Yep. I'd be like, all right, this is just another <laughs> day. And uh, which, cause I do wish the luck. I wish something happens. Cause that's one of those things similar to the Israel and the Israel conflict or what do you want to call, what do you call that? The Middle Eastern conflict? What do you call that? I just call it people hating people. People uh, hating Israel. Well, well, want to kill them. well, Israel hates them too. You can't. Yeah, but Israel's I, not going out instigating. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. There's a lot of history there. So we're talking over 2,000 years, right? So, I mean, no one knows. Isn't that the whole saying that whoever wins writes a history book? That's the saying. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's unfair, man. We don't really know what happened. We're not 2,000 years old. So. I know what the Bible says. I'm going off what the Bible says. Well, you know, it's funny. If we're going to go back I, I had far. this conversation with my buddies about time travel and how, you know, yeah, how time travel will affect how would it affect people and the first thing would be people would typically travel back in time they wouldn't go forward and i'm thinking to myself i would love to travel forward in time because i still want to live in my current timeline but that way i can cheat like, I think people like are back greedy. to the future style yeah people are greedy i think they want to go back invest in apple and hp and all that and and then change something about themselves, which I get that. You sound like you're more adventurous. Well, because like, you know, uh, the butterfly effect was that short story called, uh, man, I just went blank where they, they go back in time and they hunt dinosaurs. Uh, wrinkle. No, they made a movie about it. Um, I'm going to think about it. Someone help me out. The listener, they basically steps on a butterfly and it changes everything in the future. Because he steps off the path accidentally and he kills a butterfly and that's what changed the world. But they're like – they're allowed to see a dinosaur because it's like a planned event because they know exactly where the T-Rex is going to be and it's like – it's And they know they're going to be extinct anyway. Yeah. And and it, it kind of like – and that kind of was a cool idea and like people want to see dinosaurs or dinosaurs – because there are some people who don't believe dinosaurs are real. Right. Which, I mean, my opinion, I don't really know either. I just see a bunch of bones. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, cool. But uh, – <laughs> The, the the aliens are the one that planted the bones. They're really not here. 
Those were the aliens. I mean, I wouldn't hear over 2,000. I mean, people were telling me you were 2,000 years. People were telling me we're 10,000. I'm like, okay. I mean, it doesn't change the way I'm doing it today. So I am now. But I think the religious world would freak about that. Because do you think, you know, because we're talking about supreme uh, higher beings being on Earth. Do you think they would know? Like, you're a time traveler. What do you mean? Like, say if Jesus was, you know, say he, you go back and you see Jesus and you're like, you're walking with him over there in the Middle East. And he like looks at you and goes, you're not supposed to be here. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, and many knows. Because I mean, you're talking about people who got who 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 had direct connection. Like, imagine being mean Abraham, and he'd be like, "You're not supposed to be here." Well, I probably wouldn't understand him, but you know, I'd be like, "Be an Aramaic." Yeah, I'd be like, "Oh man." He would. Moses would throw his staff down, and the snake would bite you, and you wouldn't be there anymore. Yeah. Or here, you'd be gone. And that's my nickname. The man is not supposed to be here. I feel like I feel like we just wrote a cool sci-fi novel series. Holly, you've got your hands full of this. And we can mimic a lot of the things like with a man with no name. That TV, that movie series. Would he Would he be riding a horse with no name? But, would they but, be together? No, you know, the Clint Eastwood series. Yeah, but we do the same thing, but it'd be further back. And it'd be about a man who shouldn't be here. Yeah. That might work. We could, I mean, that could be, that's next to our curling ideas here. You I'm need really. to talk to Sam uh, Cable and uh, Chuck Walker. Oh, man. That'd be great. <laughs> but uh, we're going to be wrapping up today's show, guys. Nathan, thank you so much for joining thanks us for this morning. Me, man. Mo- thanks Montgomery for County me. Lifestyle. Special thanks to uh, Don Hampton from Rising Stars, Legend of Texas. Don't forget tomorrow's events. You can find more information at Greater Conroe Arts Alliance's uh, website. They have the full lineup for today and tomorrow. Remember, it's friend, uh, family friendly and it's free besides a couple of events. And they kind of let you know which ones do require money. Uh, it is all for a great cause. It's all a lot of fun. That's not being here in downtown Conroe. Uh, we'll be back next week. we got a full lineup. IRLinster.com slash MWLS for more info. Uh, and then don't forget, we have plenty of shows coming up. We have Nerd Thug Radio. we got some Afternoons of Lone Star, Rick the Reluctant Cowboy, the Extension Hour with your Texas A&M AgriLife Extension office. So stick around. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio. We'll be back Monday morning, 9 a.m. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcasts, Channel 12's Our City TV and Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.